0: I'm no TP expert, but, um, <laughs> hey, I'm Maggie, I'm Pam and I'm Lauren. and you're listening to the capsule kitchen podcast from planetarian life. Each week we meet here to talk about our passion for food and our concerns for the earth and discuss how we can align our hopes for the future while eating well, effortlessly. Anyway. Okay. So let's cut right to the chase. Um, Christmas is coming, the holidays are coming, and shortly thereafter, we'll all be completely switching gears and thinking about, you know, how we want to, I always know that after the holidays, I'm always thinking about how can I feel better, how can I do better, how can I be better, and
1: um, I start thinking that on December 26th.
0: I know, I know.
1: (laughs) I start feeling kind of crappy already, like the day after the big holiday. Like, oh, I don't like this. I wanna do I wanna change my life.
0: Yes. <laughs> I've seen a lot of like funny memes about, you know, how, you know, December first to, you know, twenty-fifth and then that strange place between December twenty-sixth and you know, New Year's where you're it's like sort of a strange wandering in the desert
2: kind of time. Have you seen that meme? It's um, like, I don't know what day it is and I'm full of cheese is December twenty-sixth <laughs> to, to, to January first. <laughs> um yeah.
1: Yeah, it's still okay to eat three candies a day, you know, or, you know, in that in-between period. And yet you're kind of miserable and you're just, you just can't wait for, you know, the day after, after January 1st when you can start eating kale again and stuff like that.
0: And I, I just want to... You know, start out by saying I I do not, and I assume we all do not ascribe to this sort of new year, new you philosophy. We're the same person on you know December thirty first as we are on January first. Um, but I do feel like there's there's a reason that that sentiment and that phrase has become so popular because I do think people are in a moment where you're at the end of the year. There's a new beginning and it's an opportunity to kind of feel like you're starting clean and and taking on new challenges you know the gym is always so full for you know two to three weeks and um, you know people are just trying to to you know new year's resolutions that you know quickly get forgotten for the most part by march and um, and i think what we would suggest is that maybe something smaller and more manageable is perhaps more sustainable. And we came up with this idea of creating a greener you in 2022. And the idea isn't that, you know, you give up something for an entire year or you um, take on some overwhelmingly large um, commitment or task, but just that each week, um for the 52 weeks of 2022 we're going to bring some inspiration to your inbox um for how how you can be more green and more sustainable and live a lot more planetarian life in the coming year and you know y'all y'all can chime in but i i don't think everyone can or should do all 52 of these things um but it's more of like oh what speaks to you is what what you should do and if you could do 5 of them or if you could do 10 of them or even do one incredibly well that's better than having done
2: nothing at all so yeah cuz i think you know if if you say oh 2022, I'm going to go zero waste. Well, you can't go from being a wasteful American to being zero waste overnight. <laughs> it's just not possible or whatever country you're in. Yes. Just look at the but, United
1: States of America. I mean, uh, the world, uh, maybe 2030, 10 years from now, or, you know, yes. so it does yeah, take but, time.
2: You know, maybe one week you say, okay, we're going to start meatless Mondays and you try to incorporate that in your routine. And then that feels easy. So the next month you pick a challenge that's in your inbox we're going to send a little, one small challenge every week. And maybe there's one that you're like, oh, I could do that. You know, mm. I could switch to bar soap instead of bottled soap to get rid of the plastic. Or, you know, I could switch, try to switch from half and half to dairy-free creamer in my coffee. That's an impossible one for a lot of people. Just to That is, I was going to say, like, don't <laughs> lead with that one. That's the one that most people are like, I can't do that. But um, that's the thing. So some of them will seem easy to some people. Like, oh, I'm already vegan. So I'm already doing half the challenges. And some of them will seem impossible. And that's, you know, pick and choose what works for you. It's just. And I would say that there's also space for trying something
0: Mm -hmm. for a period of time, you know, just because you commit to doing one of the challenges doesn't mean you have to do it forever. But I often find when I start taking on these new, more planetarian, um, adopting these habits and, and routines and stuff, my life is better for it and I don't want to give it up. Mm Um, and and I, the, the hope is that these seem manageable and bite-sized, as opposed to taking on something really huge and overwhelming. And and I think for a lot of people, you know, this idea that you can do something, but it impacts your whole, it impacts your whole family. You know, if you're living with other people, so these are things that you can do alone, or you can you can inspire your whole family to join you in in doing. But mm. I think no matter what tasks you take on or what challenges you you accept your life will be better for it.
2: Even if you even if you don't end up ultimately keeping it for life. Um, or pick a different challenge. Like if you if if you get the newsletter in your inbox and you get that kind of spark of inspiration and redirection towards focusing on your impact on the planet and you're like, "Oh, this is a change of a meaning to make." Then do that. It's meant yeah. to inspire. It's not a requirement.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and the thing that you've got going for you now, I think, is that at least with young people, this is a cool thing to do. You're not going to get a lot of pushback from your kids, I don't think, when you start yeah. suggesting things because the kids are really concerned about what's going on. Even was it Twenty Two
2: Jump Street where um they. <clears throat> Like Channing Tatum character, I think, thinks he's like super cool in his like hot rod car and they're like, Oh man, you just like are burning gasoline. Like we ride bikes to school. Now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um okay. so I thought I thought it would be good for each of us to
0: talk about a green swap that we've made or a um planetarian change that we've made in our life that that has made made life better because of it. And the ways that it's just to inspire other people to take on these challenges. Um, Laura, I know you have a handful, so you might want to start.
2: I can start. I mean, yeah, I I have a handful. I think I said in our very first episode, I'm the least foodie of the group, but definitely the most focused on environmentalism at large. So this Mm. is very much, this challenge is very Laura friendly. Um, And Mm -hmm. I had like, you know, two pages of ideas for challenges. Um, But I think that's what I like about it is that there's endless opportunities. Like there's always some small thing you can be doing that is better for the earth. So, you know, if you can't ditch the half and half in your coffee, then drink your half and half and be happy with it and find something else that you can do. So my challenge kind of for myself has been, um, as I run out of products, whether that's like cleaning products Mm. or shampoo or my toothbrush to replace it with something that's not packaged in plastic. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times it's super easy, like getting a bamboo toothbrush. Um, it's still a toothbrush. It does the exact same thing. Like that was very easy. Now it wasn't Mm. easy to find at first, but then I saw like Walgreens was selling bamboo toothbrushes hidden way at the bottom. Mm. Um, but it's becoming a thing. And my kids asked why my toothbrush was different. And I said, well, my toothbrush is better for the earth. Your toothbrush is fun. And it has PJ mask characters on it. But I wanted one that's better for the earth. And they were like, we don't want plastic toothbrushes. Now, granted, I think <laughs> I got them a bamboo toothbrush for their stocking. I think they're going to be sad that it's like brown and doesn't have a character <laughs> on it. But I'm like, all right, paint so one. we'll put we'll put paint a sticker one. on it. I don't think yeah. they'll. Yeah, or, or, well, yeah, we'll paint it. We'll write their names on it. I I think, um, and that was the first, you know, my kids just turned three and four. So that was the first time that they've ever sort of been like, I felt like they were aware and paying attention. And that was a really fun moment for me to be like, they might actually, this might resonate with them. I should have talked to you, Laura,
1: before I bought uh, Nova and Dash's stocking stuffers because I bought them plastic toothbrushes
2: you know what but that's the thing is it's like you don't need that's the whole planetarian philosophy is yep. this is doesn't need to be perfect so yep. if you got yep. them plastic toothbrushes you're still a planetarian you know that's
1: great that's great though I love that we're getting these 52 tips um, throughout the year because it you don't sometimes you don't just don't know what to do I would have never thought about that until yeah. you just mentioned it
0: and the nice thing is is like if you take in all these 52 challenges over the year, one may not work for you now, but it's going to be in your mind Mm -hmm. for six months from now when it does make sense, or even a year from now when it makes sense. Yes. And you're kind of just storing them away, socking them away for a day when, for when you are ready to make that particular shift. Um, As I always say, you know, take what resonates, leave the rest, and you might pick it up later and you might not. But Mm-hmm. I love just hearing what other people are doing and what's working for folks and and how you're making it work. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and there's this, like, phrase or saying, or maybe it was a meme, that's like, the most eco-friendly product is the one you didn't buy. So, like, yes. if you go out and throw away all the plastic in your house and replace it all with eco-friendly products, you're actually wasting the plastic that you already have. So, yeah, you know, that's not that great. The reason I harp on plastic is because – it's something that I started paying attention to. And then, the, you know, the more you pay attention to something, oh, the, more it, the more it comes, yeah. you know, to your attention. And basically, plastic just never breaks down. So all the plastic things that we've ever used are still on the earth. Mm. It is recyclable, but most of it doesn't actually get recycled. Right. It's not reused. It's just in a landfill. It's hurting the oceans. It's hurting yeah. animals. It's, it's just not – it's not ever going to break down. I mean, not ever, yeah. but it takes yeah. – hundreds of years hundreds of years to break down um, and it's now in the environment so it's in baby food and it's in water and you know it's it's just it's in all of our bodies i think maggie said they've there's microplastics and placentas now yeah mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. you know once you start paying attention to that that's just something that i feel really strongly about that once yeah. i started paying attention to how much plastic i was generating that i thought was recyclable but really isn't going to be recycled no I thought, yeah. well, I, I want to make some swaps. And some were easy, like the toothbrush and um, mm-hmm. switching to bar soap. Yeah, Switching to bar shampoo was actually easier than I thought. Hmm. Switching to bar conditioner did not work for me. The bar yep. conditioner didn't work. So I don't do that. I mm-hmm. tr- I just bought myself mm-hmm. another brand um, when I was ordering for the kids for Christmas. There's a company called The Good Fill. This isn't like sponsored or anything, but they do a lot of like I get hairspray that they send you a, a refillable thing. So you refill your hairspray bottle instead of buying wow. a new one. Um, and they sell bamboo toothbrushes and a bunch of things. So I bought a bunch of little Christmas gifts from them. Um, hmm. And I'm trying a new conditioner. But like my face products, I have terrible skin. I have tried more eco-friendly ones and they don't work. So I buy the plastic ones. And like that's mm. fine, you know, because yeah. I'm doing yeah. my best in every other area. Yep. Um, so yeah, p- and- plastic has been my main... Yeah, my main swap um, for like a year. And honestly, I had, I started trying to make some of these swaps years ago. I mean, I, fought, I bought my first bar shampoo probably 15 years ago because I got sick of traveling with liquids on planes mm-hmm. um, and it's easier when you're camping. But, you know, pick, it, it, it can ahead. take all the time it needs. These don't have to be accomplished in a week or in a year. You know, every time you make a swap, then it becomes easier to replace that eco-friendly product with the same one, and that's just part of your, yeah. your repertoire then, and you just build on that. So piggyback on piggybacking onto you about plastic.
1: Um, Maggie has lived with me for a lo- a long time between her childhood and youth, and and obviously during COVID a year ago. So you know that uh, I use a good bit of plastic. Um, it's just the caterer and me, you know, you just need a big sheet of plastic wrap to cover that thing and seal it up good. And, mm, and of yeah. course, I, but I really do believe that plastic bags help reduce food waste because when you store it properly, when you put it in a freezer bag, which that things do last longer. So the thing I have been working on is, um, is, washing, re-washing, washing again uh, my plastic bags. So I use them many, many, many times. Um, yeah. And then same with the, my, my foil. It's so funny because my mom used to do that because she was frugal and I used to kind of laugh at her. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, it, but I'm doing it, I'm doing the same thing now. Um, saving my plastic bags, washing them out. Yeah,
2: But I'm glad that you mentioned washing it out because the the comment I always get from people um, when I'm talking to them about this is, well, I don't like to waste water. Imagine all the water that you're using to wash that out. And I'm like, well, first of all, there is a way to wash things that uses less water. You don't need to leave the water running the whole right. time. But also, I th- think because we don't see the production of goods we don't understand how much water actually goes into the production of all of these mm-hmm. goods um and and it's a lot like
1: good point. good point
2: i think there's there's some statistic um specifically about like red meat but it's like if you want to save water um you know shower as long as you want but stop eating red meat because you know yeah, okay. the water that goes into creating you know a pound of beef yeah is astronomical it's thousands of gallons Um, so, you know, I think there's always reasons why people think they're doing one thing better than the other. Um, Mm -hmm. but I think there's also a lot of misinformation and the more you pay attention, the more, you know, the better you can do. Yeah.
1: It's true.
0: Maggie, what are you doing?
2: Um, I think the big thing that we
0: started doing in 2021, well, there's a couple, there's many things, but I think the thing that's had the greatest impact on our communal family life is, um, starting composting and, you um, stole mine. I know, well, I can talk about other things and you can also talk about composting, but, um, <laughs> I, you know, food waste and, you know, rotting food in landfills is an enormous contributor to greenhouse gas emissions. And, um, once Wait, I knew Maggie, that you should
2: explain why that is, do you know, what, like, because food that's, that's in the soil can actually break down and contribute yes. to, to good, soil and, and then you have better soil to grow food, but when it's trapped together and compact in mm. plastic, it mm. can't break down properly. So it actually doesn't break mm. down. So it stays in the landfill longer and it produces greenhouse gases instead of like nourishing the soil. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, a, it's,
0: it's, um, it's a huge problem. I mean, food waste is an enormous I believe the statistic is that one-third of all food produced ends up in a landfill essentially which is and it, that's a particularly difficult statistic to to um to stomach when you realize how many millions of people are hungry in the world like the food system is just so broken and so maybe you know, that's can... a,
1: maybe that's a u.s statistic because i wouldn't say that's true all over the world, but it, it sounds like something that would be um, happening it, in the United I, States.
0: No, 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 it's, it's not far. I think it's a third in the US and I think it's a quarter globally. Uh-huh. I'll double check that and I'll put it in the comments below this episode, yeah. but I'll, I'll double mm-hmm. check those stats. But I think it's a third in the US and a quarter globally of all food. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I'm one person and I'm doing what I can and we're doing what we can to, you know, fix what we feel like is a broken, a broken world and a broken system. But composting is one thing that I feel like I can do every single day. Um, and I live in New York city and, and not everyone will have access to a compost site. Um, I, I am lucky enough that I walk my daughter down to daycare and our composting drop off is right there. And I just drop it on my way. And, um, but I think that the thing that's been so nice is that it's been, you know, Laura, as you spoke about, it's been a really fun way to get my kids invo- mm-hmm. involved in environmentalism. And, you know, just within, you know, a few months, my, my seven-year-old, six-year-old, almost seven-year-old could you know, correctly identify every single thing that should go into the compost and that should not go in the compost. And he was so enthusiastic about bringing it down. And then, you know, every few months, they'll give you kind of as a token, like a bag of compost um, for your house plants and what have you. And he was so excited about that. And ultimately he wanted to learn about composting, like what is actually happening. And they, they taught him and we volunteered a few times over the summer. And it's just been a total a complete and total value add to our life. Um, And it's something Mm -hmm. that we do together as a family. And it's something that's a value add to the environment. So that's been, that's been definitely in 2021, the biggest, the biggest, you know, change that we've, environmental change that we, we've made as a family. Um, Mm. And just to list one more, I could list a dozen, but one more was uh, switching to bamboo, toilet paper and paper towels with this company, Who Gives a Crap. Um,
2: that's the name of the their, company.
0: It's called Who Gives a Crap. And yes. um, I give a crap. Uh, and I I did the <laughs> breakdown on... Because um, I think one of the things that people think about when they think about environmentally friendly um, products or sustainable products is that they're more expensive. And I think that's a barrier for folks. And I, mm-hmm. I broke it down and um, I mean, it depends on where you live and where you're shopping. And if you're in, you know, shopping at a Duane Reed in New York city, or if you're shopping at a Costco or if you're shopping at, you know, but by and large, um, it was about, it was about the same cost to buy the eco-friendly bamboo toilet paper. And the reason that, you know, bamboo grows like weeds, um, and it grows very quickly and, Mm -hmm. um, and it makes perfectly great toilet paper and, you know, newsflash, like you know, we're trying to plant more trees and yet we're cutting down hundreds and thousands of trees for toilet paper to flush down a toilet. You know, it just doesn't make sense. So to me, that was an obvious swap that I wanted to make mm. and was prepared to make kind of like regardless of the cost. And then I was just thrilled that, you know, on average, it's, you know, we, we got shipped a box months ago it's just lasting and lasting and lasting so that's one that's one easy swap folks can so what
1: so why don't paper companies switch to bamboo is it just because their systems are in place and it's too hard to switch over that quickly because it's probably it a different like- production
0: i'm no tp expert but um <laughs> <laughs> but i think it's probably a different production you know you've got your factory i mean this is a big bu- tp is a big business
1: <laughs> yes, you now during cur- uh, the the uh covid right I'm sure at
2: this point, the paper companies own the entire production line. So they Mm -hmm. own, you know, Yeah,
1: it's in their best interest to keep it going.
2: Yeah. 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 Anyway, toilet paper. Um, actually composting,
1: composting, uh, is another one, but we, we live out in the country, so we do it completely different from Maggie. We, David and I actually built our own compost bins. We went and bought cement blocks and created two separate bins. One we started, and um, kept it going and get did our drop our stuff in there and and toss it with some brown matter (laughs) that's what (laughs) what they call it Uh, but leaves and things like that and um, it's been so great because we we finally got our first uh, use out of it and now we we started our second bin so we kind of alternate year back and forth like one bin we fill up and and it's big but the great thing about it is that it shrinks so dramatically um, pretty quickly. And I, we got our first use out of it. This, at the end of this summer, I planted these two uh, planters for our outdoor shower and um, I used some of the compost and I mean, those plants just thrived compared to some of the other stuff I planted. And then all of a sudden I looked up there and I was like, what's that other stuff growing in there? And the seeds for our tomato seeds and our cucumber seeds had all sprouted up in this uh (laughs) (laughs) oh that's so cute it is so anyway it was obviously very rich very rich soil so that's been fun I want to say the one thing I am working on because I try so hard to remember my plastic bags to tear my bags reusable bags to the grocery store I even had some in the front seat of my car yesterday and I still walked in the store and forgot them
0: so I don't, and, know. and then you walked back out and got them.
1: No, I didn't. I was in the checkout line. Well, before you're I not line enough
2: because I could definitely make it to my car and back before they finished checking me out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, this was a pretty short order, and I'm the stores were crazy yesterday. Mm. I mean, oh, it was the the lines uh, at the grocery store, unbelievable, and everywhere else I went. So uh, I will say that that is my 2022. Um, the thing I want to work on myself is just always remembering my past my, my And I mean, not, bags.
0: not to make myself sound like a saint, you know, but um, there are times that I also went to the grocery store when we live. I mean, obviously I don't have this luxury in New York city. I can just never forget them. But in, when we were living with you in Pennsylvania, if I went to the supermarket and I didn't have my bags, I would just put my groceries back in the cart wheel them Mm. out to the car Mm. and then put them in the trunk. Or, uh, if I had truly forgotten the bags at home, or if I had just forgotten them in the car, I would put them in the bags in the car from the cart. That's such Um, a good idea, Maggie. I never even thought about that. I've I've learned two things
1: from you guys today. That's great.
0: It's all about the inspiration. Like next time you won't, you know, you won't, you won't forget if you've got to put everything back in the cart and lug it. it, it, it That
1: experience will change the way you think about it. I think you're right. Absolutely.
0: One thing, um, one thing I was, that's just been, especially Laura, when you were talking about plastic and, you know, as I go deeper into my planetarian life and as I'm so connected to you and to your kind of, uh, moves to just eliminate plastic, single use plastic from your life, um, just as an example, but obviously it's true for me of meat, meat and dairy. It's true for me of composting. It's true for me of plastic bat, you know? Kind of, I, I think one of the things that I find difficult is um, once your eyes are really, like, opened, you kind of – in your journey with these individual things, whether it's reducing your meat and dairy consumption or reducing plastic or switching toilet paper, whatever, you kind of – you feel like uh, you're a beginner, And then you kind of cross over to this other place where you've kind of got the hang of it and you're really doing it and you're in the swing of it. And it feels really great. It feels really great Mm -hmm. personally to be, to be at that place where you're like, I'm a person who does dot, dot, dot. But then part of the pain that I feel in my life right now, and I will refer to it as pain because it really is, is like moving about a world that, that doesn't seem to care You know, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. I was was at the airport um, back in November and we we were trying to grab, you know, two hungry kids trying to make a flight, grab some food. We stopped in this restaurant and it was, it was just, I, it was the worst 45 minutes I've had (laughs) this year. I mean, it was just like, Plastic after plastic plates, plastic forks, plastic spoons, knives. Even the serving dish, the things that they brought to serve the food on, were plastic. And um, my son was just—he's like, "Where is this all going to go? Like, where this is just going to?" I mean, because he's aware now, and it's just hard. um, Yeah, and I think
2: to stay positive,
1: they use COVID as a uh, an excuse
0: to do that.
2: A lot of people do. A big problem.
0: Yeah, for single use plastic, but, yeah, um, but I think what I try to, what I try to remind myself when I'm confronted with these situations where I feel like, okay, I'm one person living this way, but here's a restaurant serving 250 people a day on completely plastic, you know, that's a demoralizing situation to find yourself in. But I think the most important thing to do is just keep realizing how it is, how important it is for one person and then to, to, to do what's, you know, environmentally better or right. Mm -hmm. And try to inspire more, you know, use that as motivation to, to speak to, to inspire, to encourage other people to join you. um, Multiplying, I guess the idea of like the multiplier effect, you know, multiplying your efforts. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that that's something I'm sure people who are listening, like, have felt that with whatever their issue is or whatever their, you know, for me, it's like meat and dairy or composting, flora, it's plastic, you know, Um, but, you know, keep, just use that as motivation to try and create more planetarians. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. I would say.
1: Amen. Fortunately, there's great, there's money in green. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because that is a motivator for a lot of people to start making the, the companies and businesses to make the right changes and to create the right product the the new
2: products that we
1: need. So so thankfully yes. there's that.
2: That um there's that PDF regeneration rising, Maggie, that you sent. I don't know yes. what, what it's from, but um they said something like percent. Wonderman Thompson, seventy percent of Gen Z, I think. Um will only work for companies that share their values or something like that. And like, mm-hmm. you know, and sustainability is a major value in young people.
0: Yeah. Yes.
2: Um, so I think, you know, people are voting a certain way with their time and their money and their actions. And like Maggie said, you know, being sustainable can be cost prohibitive to some people and certain ways of doing things. You know, it's it's cheaper even to buy paper plates than it is to buy plates, at yeah. least in the short term. But if you do have the resources to make some of these swaps mm-hmm. or to do things a little differently, it, it is worth it. And you are voting for a larger movement with those dollars. Yeah. You're and telling it's a, companies what you want. If it's a big
1: movement, then it will become cheaper and which will allow yes. other people to. That's a exactly right.
2: And like, I, I understand the impulse to buy the least expensive thing. I mean, I think all of us on this podcast are extremely frugal by nature but when you think about the true cost of what you're buying, yeah. what you're no, voting that's, for, And that's the thing.
0: That is exactly the thing. People think that because it's, you know, it's low cost, it's just better for them. But somebody is paying the price. An actual person is paying the price. You know, garment workers, you know, um, living in... in you know, sub, subhuman living conditions and working conditions, or the environment is paying. Mm-hmm. It, it's not, it's not cheap for no reason. Somebody else is paying. You're mm-hmm. just not paying for it. Um, I forgot my biggest thing of 2021 that all three of us are going to want to talk about
2: thrifting Facebook. Oh, place. yeah. I think yeah. I got you started on Facebook Marketplace. You wow. absolutely did.
0: I was on the I was on the Goodwill train before, but Facebook <laughs> Marketplace and 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 local um, like local parenting groups or local buy nothing groups. I tell I, I, okay. I'm gonna just I'm gonna make this assertion right now. In what I have saved, in clo- I picked up for free ninety pieces of three T clothes for my daughter. I have p- from hand me downs to inexpensive half price days at goodwill and my kids are incredibly well-dressed i just want to say that like we yes, pay man. i have paid absolutely not no, nothing for kids clothes in the last year or even more even for myself i kind of one of my new year's resolutions for 2021 was to not buy any new clothes and i didn't quite make it but i i bought I, maybe five or seven pieces this year, as opposed to, you know, God knows how many I would have bought otherwise and everything else was from Goodwill. And um, the high that I get from like thrift shopping and Facebook, it shouldn't be legal. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It shouldn't be legal, but it is. Um, and I would say that what I have saved on cl- clothes and fast fashion or whatever, kids clothes and everything else that I buy from Facebook marketplace, kids toys kids every just so cheap or free that more than makes up for whatever you know up like up in upping in price for the sustainable or the more envi- environmental things that I purchase
2: I actually I think we should do a whole episode on on thrifting and why and how and strategies and yeah yes That's great. it's it's clothes it's toys it's books it's presents it's I mean everything
0: anyway th- yes bookmarking this. Putting it in the parking lot as a whole episode series.
2: <laughs> how, how to how to outfit your children for an entire season and all of winter for a hundred dollars? Yes, yeah. yes, like, or less. <laughs> gosh, or less.
1: What about that Scrabble game I got? Completely brand new, still in the plastic. Five yes, bucks.
0: five bucks Scrabble in the box with brand the new salon. Yep. Um, anyway, okay. we could you go on count. and on and on. Um, we truly could, but and we will um, every week for the rest of the year. Yes. Um, <laughs> So sign up, um, just go to the website uh, planetarianlife.com. There'll be a pop-up that says, "Become a Planetarian." that's signing up for our newsletter. It's one a week. This is not you know, spam in your inbox five times a week. It's one newsletter a week with great content, great recipe inspiration. and every week in 2022, uh, some inspiration to help you on your planetarian journey. So join us there and join us next week. Bye. Bye. Happy thrifting, y'all. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe. And if you have a moment, we'd be so grateful if you'd rate the podcast and leave a review. Also, take a minute to connect with us on Instagram and Facebook at Planetarian Life. Head to planetarianlife.com for more recipes and inspiration and to become a planetarian. See you next week.